0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome again to the Weirdly Magical podcast with Jen and Lou. And I am Lou. I'm an astrologer and writer.
1: And I'm Jen. I'm an Akashic healer and
0: creator of the Illuminating Journey cards, which are magical. And uh, this edition of the Weirdly Magical podcast We're recording really early because Jen and I have uh, major travel schedules going on at the moment (laughs) and uh, major shifts going on in our own lives. So we're having to meet as and where we can. So you're getting this um, episode well ahead of time for the new moon in Scorpio that takes place on November the 7th at 9.02am, sorry, Mountain Time. So 8.02 a.m. Pacific, 11.02 a.m. Eastern. And so that would be, oh, I can't remember the time. You guys will have to work out times yourself. Time and date. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an astrologer. Not a a
1: clock. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) So the uh, the new moon in Scorpio will take place at 15 degrees and 11 minutes of Scorpio. And it's a new moon. So that means the sun and moon are conjunct at that point of Scorpio. Other things, there's a lot going on in this uh, new moon chart again. The day before the new moon on November the 7th, the moon's nodes shift back into Cancer Capricorn after an extended stay in Leo Aquarius. And this will kick off um, a period of eclipses in Cancer Capricorn. So all the next eclipses for about the next year and a half will be in Cancer and Capricorn. And it's going to be a whole shift of emphasis for our collective uh, karmic potential and future and what we're releasing so we'll talk a little bit about that as well on the new moon as well um the nodes are squaring uh, uranus in aries who also slips back into aries the day before on november the 6th and the, all this happens to of course be the midterm elections in the usa so that's really interesting um And Uranus is conjunct Eris, the goddess of discord or the revealer of artifice. So we've got two very kind of disruptive energies there at the end of Aries. And then also the nodes are squaring Venus and Ceres in Libra. And all this is making a grand cross or grand square, a cardinal grand cross or grand square, which is a very tense but very. active uh configuration so we'll look at that we also have jupiter at the very last degree of scorpio on the new moon just before he moves into sagittarius Uh, we have pluto and vesta um exactly together at 19 degrees of capricorn and we have mars and lilith exactly together at 25 degrees of aquarius so there's a lot of pairings in this chart that we'll be looking at um, so i don't know jen if you want to give your initial impressions or would you like to share your card first
1: yeah that's a good idea i'll share my card first and so uh, i picked a card from my deck about this moon and got this card so it's the 15 the soul portal 15 and for those of you who can't see the screen who are listening, uh, this card is a uh, in deep underwater cave, uh, well below the surface, with this beautiful emerald lake and emeralds in front, and there are these uh, bubbles rising. And in the distance, there's kind of a doorway. I don't know if you can see that, but there's a doorway. It's a very magical kind of card, caves with uh, cave paintings. Uh, I, I see this as kind of it's kind of like the place we go to, the depth we go to. In the center, there's a a plate like a giant plate that has many bubbles on it, or ideas forming. So it's a place to go to. Ca- the way I read it is a place we go to to reconnect with a part of ourselves, with our dreams, with what is true for us. So we can begin to see our dreams or the things we truly desire, uh, the things we value
0: or want to bring into
1: reality, rising, these beautiful walls kind of floating in the air. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, I do want to, I want to mention that Scorpio does represent caves. It's one of Scorpio's um, and, and we have this new moon in Scorpio and this whole time is happening during, during Venus retrograde in Scorpio and Libra. So that would indicate going deep within as well, because she's in her under, underworld journey. So it's, Absolutely. I always love how cards always match what's happening in the astrology.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it's quite extraordinary. I think this whole idea of being in the depths of mm-hmm. who we are, uh, um, and really coming to terms with that is a key element of this uh, new moon to me when I look at the numbers and the energy that I feel you know that comes through the records
0: and uh, of course moon. the card is 15 card and yes, the moon 15. is at 15 degrees so. know,
1: it's pretty extraordinary <laughs> it was actually at 15 so that's even more interesting because we're of course, in an 11-year, 2 plus 1 plus 8. And we're in an 11-month. November is always an 11. So we have a lot of 11 happening in this chart and uh, in this month. And with the master number, two master numbers, I add them together on the numerology that I do, and it's uh, 22. So we actually have three master numbers this month. So it's a very uh, intense, uh, portentous awakening. Mm-hmm. So what does the number
0: 15? 15, uh, the
1: number is, you know, the ancients called this number, this number of spiritual alchemy. So mm-hmm. it's a very beautiful number because it's it's like a blessing, right? I, I feel like this, uh, you know, when the numbers show up and the planets and all of that, they really giving us a blessing or an opportunity, because every number has an opportunity or message. Uh, we can choose to you know, move with it and embrace that greater message, or we can choose to disregard it mm-hmm. and stay stuck. So uh, the 15 is you know, with that one plus five, which makes the six, the spiritual alchemy of this number gives us the ability to, Uh, truly be of service, because I actually wrote down a quote, which I think is a pretty cool quote. And it says, the vocation of every man and woman is to serve other people. And that's Mm. by Tolstoy, I don't know how to say his name. Tolstoy? Yes. Tolstoy. Tolstoy. Yes, I don't know. That's hard to say. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) for some reason, Tolstoy. So uh, this is part of it, because the 15 is a number of service. It, but when we say service, it's not being a servant in the sense of somebody else owns us, but in the sense of doing the things we love. When we do the things we love and only what we love, then we're not resentful. We take care of ourselves. We say no when we feel like I've had enough. I need to go take care of myself. That's self-care stops us from becoming martyrs Mm. so it's a a very important aspect of this and it aligns us to uh, um, the spirit of life or freedom which allows us to be focused on what we're doing and focused on moving forward in that way so we can alchemize what we love and of course be successful make money uh, uh, create abundance Connect with love. So it's a very loving number, as well as having this highly magnetic energy uh, of um, philosophical and perseverance. Mm. You know, it's a very joyous uh, number, too. There's a lot of joy mm. in it because it opens up our heart to uh, what is possible. When we
0: really do things from love, when we live from love, what can we create? Well, the quote, along with what you're saying, really reminds me of the thing about filling your own cup first. And it's the cups in the tarot. And they, they're really very joyful, loving um, cards also, generally, you know. And if you you can't help somebody, it's also like putting, you know, the um, the oxygen mask on yourself first before you put it on anybody else. You can only serve others from a full cup. So... And that's what you said, bringing, doing stuff that fills you up, brings you joy, and then it ripples out.
1: (laughs) Yes. And I think the key thing here is when we remember that we have permission or we, you know, we're being given the blessing to do what we love. Mm -hmm. Because so much of how our society has worked has been about doing things out of obligation. Well, I must do this. I'm supposed that, to do this.
0: And that this, doesn't fill your
1: cup. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't replenish you. It doesn't nurture you. And there's this aspect of generosity or giving or gratitude that's all part of the um, kind of uh, the spiritual laws mm-hmm. that when we give from that full cup, when we give because we know we have plenty, right, that generosity, uh, it 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 blesses the things we give. And if we're being like, I don't want to give that because that's mine or there's not enough, then everything is tainted. And, uh, you know, it, it creates that taint. I'm only giving it to you because I have to, I'm only doing this because I have to that it's, it's like we say, you know, when you cook food with love, right. It, it adds the energy and when you put bad thoughts into it, it, it trickles out. So we can actually feel energetically when somebody, even though we don't know it, we mm-hmm. can, we, our bodies and our energies change by the attitude of the people that are giving us things, right? And this is about learning to receive. Mm-hmm. So when we know we're fully loved, then we don't have to be mean or nasty or you know grab something from someone else. Exactly,
0: exactly. So to go back to the, the number from an astrological perspective, the 15 degrees Scorpio. It's also the middle number of the degrees. You know, the degrees start at zero and go up to 29. 15 is is the pivot point, that fulcrum. And here we are as well with a grand cross on the moon's nodes that have also just shifted signs. And that's another fulcrum point. The nodes are always um, a pivot point. You know, we we've... We just last week recorded the um, the podcast for the Taurus full moon, and that we described that as um, as going to be a big jolt. well, this has all the energy of more big jolt in the system. I think we're going to have some major surprises come on the election to be honest um, who knows which way though because Uranus is um you know, totally, unpredictable. you know, any astrologer that says they can predict which way Uranus is going to go, I think is, <laughs> um, I think is uh, kind of just putting their bias on it because unexpected, expect the unexpected is the term to use for Uranus. And, um, you know, people go, oh, at that point because your people don't like change. But Uranus is overall a benevolent kind of rebel energy, you
1: mm-hmm. know
0: brings awakenings he brings you know amazing downloads and and pleasant surprises as well as you know sometimes unpleasant surprises but even the (laughs) even even the unpleasant surprises often turn out for the best with uranus i find you know the shifts that he brings are um radical and revolutionary but um kind of necessary for our growth and evolution That's how I feel about Uranus. And of course, he's in this grand cross. And there's Eris as well, right next to him. And I call her the revealer of artifice. And, you know, all this is squaring the south node, which is the releasing node, the past. It's what we need to um, let go of and what we need to release its grip on. And Capricorn is is really the patriarchy the rules we live by it's kind of this rigid kind of energy of like you should do it this way it's the father figure so how appropriate that all this is kind of disrupting that status quo over there in capricorn you know that's one side of it then we also have venus on the opposite side venus at 26 degrees of libra She's about to end her retrograde on November the 16th. So just nine days after this um, new moon. And her station direct is at 25 degrees. So she's almost at the point she's going to turn direct. Yet another changing point. And she's conjunct Ceres, who's the great mother. So we've got two wonderful goddess energies over there in Libra. We've got Eris, the... Um, disruptive goddess over there next to Uranus. And then we've also got Vesta conjunct Pluto, almost exactly. And Vesta is focus and commitment. So there's an element to my mind of this about focusing on what we need to stop doing, what we need to, what we need to move away from. Okay. Um, But it gives me a lot of hope, especially because we also have Mars and Lilith together again there in Aquarius at 25 degrees and Aquarius is Uranus ruled. So those two are very disruptive energies as well. Mars cuts to the heart of things. He's our drive. He's our will. He's action. He's also kind of the, the young masculine principle. And there's Lilith, who's the original woman. She was the, the before Eve and uh, she's a uh, kind of wild unapologetic kundalini kind of uh, yin energy so all these pairings i i just feels like a real shake up and rebalancing to me it's starting now as we record on the 17th of october i think we are (laughs) but so we've got this whole period so really jen and i are giving you this opportunity to be kind of prepared for this time where you're going to really have to hang on to your hats, I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, absolutely. And I think what's interesting, you know, Uranus, this idea of Uranus and all of this, when I look at all the structure of the numbers and the planets and all what's happening is, uh, what we're being given because we have all these 11s you you know Mm. uh, the 11s of the month that we talked about the 29 degrees of uh, some of these planets the the nodes and the and uranus uh those there's a lot of
0: ones as well isn't there so yeah 29
1: which adds up to 11 Mm -hmm. the thing is this is about choice we're being given like all of this since we have free will the universe gives us opportunities. This is an opening. This is the Mm -hmm. gateway. There's 11 is a gateway. It's this idea of mastering balance, mastering harmony and, and pairing, you know, the idea that we have these pairs Mm -hmm. is a reminder that we work together to make change, right? Yes. Rebellion is part of it. We do need to break up old structures, Uh, However we also have to decide where we fall 11 mm-hmm. is this number of, of you know light coming in the psychic channel where it, for me I see this time as a time where we're expanding our physical bodies to receive the uh, the sense of our divine essence so how willing are we to expand and go I don't know what's coming but I'm allowing the light in as opposed to I don't know what's coming, so I'm going to force things to stay the way they are. So we have the patriarchy. We have these people that are going, we're going to push you back in the box. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this idea of change or the opportunity, because all of this is about change. Life itself is about change. Mm -hmm. So with the 11 or the 29, that pushing us to kind of expose ourselves, expose our dreams Mm -hmm. Uh, Be willing to be, uh, uh, to connect to others, but also to, I don't want to say the word compromise, because it's not true that we're going to give up what we desire. But what it is, is we need to collaborate, right? We have to decide. We have to choose. That's the thing about the two. I know we talked about it last time, the idea of the... The scale or the titter tato, where you're going from there, two polarities, which is what this is about. Our lives have been about polarities and bringing them together, or finding the balance. Like this is what this is about: letting go of that need to control. I must know what's happening. That's letting so go funny.
0: Back. I was just about to <laughs> say, oh, <laughs> the polarities and they're coming together, and you just said, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes. and you know that north node um, that has just moved into cancer on um just the day before this is in is in the sign of the family yes and you know i think people look at cancer as oh it's the home and you know the mother because it's ruled by the moon but it's, it's the family too and i think we're being because it's the north node it's what we're being pulled towards to my mind we're being reminded or given the opportunity to remember because there's a lot of ancestral remembrance stuff involved in cancer as well, that we are a big family, you know, even though it's on the seemingly opposite (laughs) divide to you, you know, we are a family and that does involve kind of, um, not compromise, compromise, as you said, but balancing and bringing to centre and, you know, allowing people their own truth, but all, but also living for the good of everybody It's um, and supporting everybody. Whereas Capricorn, and I don't want to be down on Capricorn because it has great qualities too, but as a south node thing, it's part of, you know, it kind of act, activates more the cold side of Capricorn, the separation the power over each other the um i'm the boss kind of thing over each other whereas cancer is more about the nurturing the allowing and thinking of others but not not necessarily without filling your own cup to go back to that but just remembering that we are a big family so that's a big element of this shift i think too
1: yes and i think also the other aspect of cancer which is interesting is it's it's giving us the opportunity especially with this uh, relationship with the south node is and uranus is to let go of old beliefs mm-hmm. and old behaviors that we have you know uh, genetically and ancestrally mm-hmm. and even in this lifetime we've Uh, adapted to and said oh this is mine and this is about this breaking away of an old uh, way because you know the capricorn side the institutional side right the side of government or governance uh, there we do need institution and we do need governance but we have to break the old like this is really what this is happening is we're coming back to the self and re-looking at everything at the landscape and going all this stuff that we built based on old rules or the old idea of,
0: um, of the separation of everything. Yes,
1: exactly. Separation, even of that's what I was actually going to say. So you, you must be in my mind, the separation of, you know, we have had this idea of spiritual uh, um, practice that we've had somebody who is our Uh, who stands in for God and and gives us the messages. And now we're moving into, you know, that idea of, oh, God or source, whatever is connected to me. I need to listen to what I'm getting so I can be sure about who I am. Mm. So I can get involved, create community. And also we can build institution and rules governance around community and things that suit mm-hmm. us instead of being controlled by a few people who've decided oh we know what's good for you it's like we're breaking away from the child from being the children with the you know the strict parents mm-hmm. saying you will do what i tell you and you'll behave and you'll suffer and i'll give you a crumb and going you know <laughs> exactly. no right no I, I don't want that anymore i want you know i'm going to go get together with people we're going to grow our own vegetables we're going to cook good food
0: yeah. and there's the polarities of the male female too you know we've yes. lived in this where you know, men are over here and they behave this way and women are over here and they behave that way. And, you know, it's been going on for quite a few years, this rebalancing, you know, and sometimes it's gone too far the other way with women kind of like, you know, being against men. But remember, we have the masculine and feminine within us. So in a way, none of it's about men and women, none of it. It's about rebalancing those energies within all of us and realizing, you know, that the, the, the beings in male bodies have that soft female yin side as well. And the beings in female bodies have that, you know, male drive and energy as, or young energy as well. It's coming to realize that we're, we're more alike than we are separate and different. And we need to realize and come together instead of feeling threatened by all this shift and change.
1: Well, yes. And so this is the power that when we know our power source, which Mm -hmm. Uranus is in a sense and real brings us to our power source, right? Because Uranus is the higher energy of power. Mm -hmm. Uh, We recognizing that uh, we are, um, We don't have to fight to be seen. Like a lot of this energy has been the struggle to be heard and seen because Mm -hmm. we're looking at people that are never going to see us or not the way they are, right? Mm -hmm. They can't see us anyway. So we have to just let go of that and go, well, they're on their own journey. They're experiencing what they're experiencing. doesn't mean we give in to them. We just let go of the... Mm the need to control them, right, mm-hmm. or control how they see us and mm-hmm. go, I'm just going to be who I am. So there's a lot of freedom, right, which oh, is, yes. you know, that freedom to just release any of that need to look a certain way, which is all of that cancer, Capricorn, right? Mm-hmm. We have looked a certain way so we can be approved of, you yes. know, standing in the world would be, um, you know, the right one. Yes. I think the other aspect of the cancer thing about the home is interesting because we're changing the way we live Mm. on our home, the earth, as well as our personal homes. You know, we don't need all the stuff we've collected to make ourselves Mm -hmm. look important.
0: And more and more people are realizing that, you know, all the time you've seen like the tiny home movement and things again, that's perhaps going the polarity again because you know? like, kind of ironically a lot of the tiny home movement they're, they're buying big kick-ass trucks to pump out gas to pull their home around but it's just showing people are becoming aware of different ways and things like that I'm not saying any one way is right or any
1: way. that's wrong. right but it's choices remembering that we all have choices and it's okay for people I think the biggest thing here is remembering that it's okay mm-hmm. for people to make choices remembering that no matter what choices we make, there are always consequences, right? Exactly. So we do need rules and, a, you know, a kind of a, an agreement about we have only, well, I don't know what to say only. We have resources, but mm-hmm. we have to be able to use the resources in a way that everyone and everything benefits. It's not just humans, it's animals yes. and the actual physical earth that uh, has to be taken into that's also part of the home the energy is recognizing uh, uh, things that are not human have energy and have Mm. a voice too
0: i will say as well um just to kind of switch a little bit Mm. because i'm speaking as it comes to mind with jupiter at the very last degree of scorpio um when jupiter went into scorpio last october that's when the weinstein um me too um resurgence happened because of course me, the me too movement did not start last october but it resurged let's say <laughs> and yes. uh, i think with jupiter at the very last degree of scorpio and venus um, about to turn direct and go back into scorpio and this new moon in scorpio i think we're kind of going to get a last not final but a last blast for now of this uh, kind of uncovering and purging kind of energy before we can move back into that more balanced energy. And I think that's the pivot point thing again as well, bringing it into this rebalancing. You know, it was necessary for um, all these allegations to come out so everything can be looked at. and, And then we can look at how we relate to each other. And it's not just men and women again, because men have been abused and by other men and women have abused and you know so i have to acknowledge that it's just a general kind of hidden abuse that's been happening for many 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 years um i really think we're kind of going to hear a lot about it though in the next few weeks until really the end of the year while all this scorpio energy fit um ends up and jupiter moves out of Scorpio, not to return for another 12 years. Um, So just be aware that all that's going to be coming up as well, which also for a lot of people will mean a lot of repressed memories, but know that they're coming up to be healed. It's another opportunity to be looked at and healed about how we relate to each other, how we um, come together as that global family in the cancer North node and treat each other with love and respect, really. That's what the Cancer North Node is also asking. You know, it's unconditional love, really, because um, it's a water motherly sign. It's it's just saying, just love one another. Um, mm. so,
1: yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I think the other part of the um, this whole movement and this purging, and I'm sure mm. you, you're right, there's going to be more, a lot more, of this, and I do think it'll play out throughout next year as well, uh, in its own way, but yeah. the the thing is not only does it allow us when the stuff surfaces and it can be very painful, but it also is healing because when we shine light on yeah. what has been hidden, then it begins to disappear or dissipate and that's when it gets healed, right? A lot of times, even in archaeology, I've been watching these shows, when you have something that's been underground or whatever, it's it's, in water especially, Mm -hmm. it stays whole. It doesn't, nothing happens to it because the water protects it. It's not getting any air. So it's, you know, it's under and hidden and then it comes to the surface and that's when it actually starts to dissipate. But one of the things that's interesting about this is how it creates uh, our, or awakens our spiritual crusader energy and makes us determined to change things, right? When we know when, you know, because, we've known all the stuff is going on, but we didn't know it was happening to the people around us. We didn't tell people what would happen to us. Yes, so we all, all had behind this,
0: that white picket fence.
1: Exactly. <laughs> the whole facade that, oh, everything's good. But now that all the shit has come to the surface, it's like, oh, what are we going to do about it? Are we just going to bob around and live with shit around us? Or are we going to Demand something
0: different yes exactly. and
1: it's interesting because uh i know we have a couple of 25 items of planets
0: yeah we do
1: at 25 which mars is and lilith which the two of them together that's the spiritual crusader number mm. so i find it really interesting not only it's a spiritual crusader number so it, it and it is about bringing wisdom to the world you know it's like being kind of like Joan of Arc energy, I know what I need to do. It's not a matter of being a martyr. It's a matter of like, I see wisdom, or I see something that needs to be put out there. Like, There's no attachment. It's just a very resolute energy that is Mm -hmm. coming forward. Uh, And so that's very interesting. It also makes a seven, which it's we have a seven day, right this is the seven day and seven is the number of wisdom it's like bringing us back to our own wisdom we're researching we're looking what is it that is true for me what is my spiritual truth what is the what is it that i want to pay attention to it is also a number that takes us into um into that cave in a sense, because it makes us want to go inward. It makes us mm-hmm. want to go into nature. So we're kind of breaking, like in, in a sense, we're putting a bubble around us just so we can hear our own voices, hear what it is that's important to us mm-hmm. so that we can put that energy into uh, fighting, if you want to use the word fighting, uh, for what it is we truly believe in.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm looking at the rest of the chart and you know I do want to say you know to those people listening or watching that people most affected by this will be uh, people with anything uh, any planets or angles around the middle of the fixed signs and the fixed signs of course are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio and Aquarius. Those people kind of will be getting um a lot of impact from the new moon itself but then looking at the grand cross anybody who has any uh, planets or angles around the end of the cardinal signs will also be deeply affected and that's um, Aries, Cancer, uh, Libra and Capricorn. I mean there's enough going on that I think we're all going to be affected but (laughs) but they will be the people with most kind of internal or external shifts and know and often that um, if you're not kind of open and to the possibilities when there's such change energy like this and if you're not kind of um, doing the work and facing up to it and just kind of trying to move with the energies then sometimes that's when it will appear that things just happen to you more than from you. Um, you know, if uh, I always say, you know, kind of, kind of do the energies, or they will do you in a way. It's kind of like uh, because you know we um, we're invited and given opportunities all the time, which is why people like Jen and I do these things to help give you a heads up so that you can get an idea of what's what possibilities are coming and be open to change and growth through the energies instead of resisting which is when something really often flies in from the outside so yeah, yeah
1: that's a, a good point because this is uh, you know we are in change we've been talking mm-hmm. about it and this this period we're in is about change and it's about again when we remember the so much of this energy is around the 29 the 11 the ones this is all about walking into the unknown allowing the truth the bigger truth to kind of recalibrate the smaller truths the things Mm -hmm. that you think like oh this is happening to me why that sense of resentment or that you're owed something or it's supposed to be different you know that's all the stuff that gets in our way right it's like
0: expecting somebody else to do it for you too
1: yes right
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah But yeah. I mean,
1: even like, you know, you plan your day and you're like, oh, I'm going to do this and this is going to happen. It's going to work out perfectly. And then you hit a bump, something yeah. happens and then you get pissed off and mm-hmm. which is totally fine getting pissed off. But then the thing is that idea like it's someone else's fault. Yes. And we take that role of I'm a victim. That's really what we're doing when we say it's someone else's fault mm-hmm. or someone needs to fix it for me. Um, so
0: th- even, I, th- I think questions would be really useful during this time
1: you know yes. asking, open, question.
0: asking questions and you know say if um if you're trying to get something some work done and your internet's going in and out like mine was this morning just you kind of just sit back and say oh, kind of what what's kind of the message about this maybe i'm meant to be doing something else at this minute and this could this wait you know just uh, just to bring it down to little things but bigger things you know what what possibility is this opening up for me? um what opportunity is coming from this, whatever it is you know is yes. oh well,
1: another way we can do it, which I often find like if I'm waiting in the line at the bank and this is annoying, like oh, I've got things you know we're all very important, we all have important things to do, what we have to wait is. Bringing, just opening my heart, like this Mm -hmm. is it, we're coming from a place of love, just remembering, you know, love is our greatest weapon, if you want to use that word, it's, it's our, our, the way we, we conquer the world is through love, and just relaxing, coming from that place Mm -hmm. of joy, how am I being of service, well, we can be a better service in the line if we are smiling or just joyful and relaxed, well, it's going to take the time it's going to take. There's nothing I can do about it. Let me enjoy this moment that I have. Do something for myself. Breathe or whatever. Laugh, smile, talk to the person next to you. Right?
0: Yeah. Or just think something over that you haven't had to time to think something over earlier in the day you know a lot of us are so busy 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 we don't have time to give ourselves time to process stuff that's happening you know and to reflect on it and because all this is happening during a a, an important retrograde venus spends the least time retrograde of any planet and venus really is us because if you look think of the venus five-pointed star it's the head the arms and their two legs you know it's kind of the higher it is our higher self so our higher self is retrograde through all this so if we can take that opportunity of anything <laughs> to to just step back and reflect upon what it is about us that's going on or something else that's uh, needs processing in our lives you know <laughs> yeah
1: Yes, absolutely, and I think the important thing about Venus as she comes back as a morning remember she's mm-hmm. coming back as the warrior she comes she back as a morning warrior, so this is about again the resoluteness the idea mm-hmm. twenty two which I mentioned the month number is this it's called the practical mystic
0: mm-hmm. it really
1: is about this idea it's the architect of peace and of um, the master of architect of peace yes, yes. Absolutely. so there's this idea you we want to bring peace you know that again is that two bringing people mm-hmm. together understanding people have different ideas we create harmony through recognizing our differences mm-hmm. and connecting through uh, what's similar uh, and this idea of actually making things real or making things different is so important like nothing's going to happen if we don't stand up and we don't change and we uh, and again remembering the power of our voice sometimes the most powerful voice we have is our silence when we stand in silence looking at people with the energy of we know who we are that's an implacable place to be where people don't know what to do you know when when we're violent and yelling and doing all this stuff first of all they can't hear us mm-hmm. second of all it gives them an excuse to say oh you need to get locked up you're causing yeah. trouble but when you're silent uh you know one of the most powerful things is to have a protest is completely silent because mm. when you're silent That silence speaks volumes Mm -hmm. more than the things we can say. It's when we look in each other's eyes. This is part of this energy. Like, I think this whole thing with the the U.S., um, the election day, there's there's a lot of fraught energy because we get so attached to what we want to happen that Mm -hmm. we fool ourselves into thinking, oh, if I just hope enough or do this Mm -hmm. or this, it's going to do it. The universe has its own plan, so we have to go, whatever happens, we, we trust. This is, again, the energy of the 11. We trust that mm. even though things happen that don't look like they're in our favor, that they will be, because yeah. we know what we want. We're not giving up because somebody said, oh, this happened, and you didn't yeah. want it, right? We're not going, oh, okay, well, I'm going home then. I can't do anything about she- it right we are bringing in our warrior energy remembering as louise was saying you know the the, in the chart we have all those partnerships that are working together i do think it's significant that saturn on his own there is a five degrees and five Mm -hmm. is the number of freedom Mm -hmm. five is the energy of life of change where we go so even saturn is going yes let's change this let's Let's get this thing moving. This is about movement. It isn't about giving up or having things our own way.
0: And it doesn't mean that we'll wake up after the election day and everything will be all okay. This is a this is a beginning as well because that's the, all the ones, right? The new number. That's
1: a new yeah. new beginning. New yeah,
0: pattern. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, I'm going to read the Chandra symbol. I think now okay unless you have anything more to say about the chart particularly i think we've kind of covered all i think
1: we've covered it all okay Uh, oh i was just going to say one thing about the election or whatever whatever Mm. it is whether you our personal issues is remembering we're going to have surprises and unexpected things we're going to have wins we're going to have losers no losses whatever side we're on but this is the opportunity to come together remembering Mm. that Even in our disappointment, and in fact, in our disappointment, we can often find overlapping ways to comfort each other and take the strength to strategize. What is it that we're looking for? Where are we going with all of this?
0: Or maybe because of the effect of Uranus in in both these next lunations, it'll be a big wake up call to people. That we not be this polarized for we just can't keep going this way. It's, we have to. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly.
1: The choice again, are we choosing to go? It's all their fault that life sucks or I I know what I want. So this is it having an idea of what is our end goal? What is it Mm -hmm. we're trying to do? We want everyone to have the basic needs met and have decency. Like you said, choice, consent, respect, then we have to do those things right now. We have to behave in that way, regardless of how disappointed we are. So,
0: Yeah. So I find the Chandra symbol. So I'm going to read the Chandra symbol. Jen's going to read the Sabian, but um, with this being in Scorpio, um, well, it's clearly it's a Scorpio symbol, but all the words really kind of hit me. <laughs> so, so it is Charon uh, ferries the dead across the river Styx the bittersweet combination of death's lessons and life's issues and dilemmas concerning limits or polarities, taking on the projection of the one who brings up, brings out, brings through what everybody would would prefer to avoid, deeply impressed with the humanity karmas around death and especially around every kind of restriction and heavily pressured passage. Uncovering experientially the magnitude of fears and doubts, avoidances and negations, yet almost irresistibly tempted to constellate these things, to dramatise personally the shadow worlds. A transformative path can be accessed. And I think this is the important bit at the end. A transformating, transformative path can be accessed if you forgive everybody their obtuseness and align with redemptive currents in complete disregard of the old distortions and phobias, simply passing right through all of it to find a new freedom that is whole.
1: Wow. That is whole. Yeah. That's beautiful. And you know, it made me think about the ones like the one represents ourselves mm. right? and, and that new beginning is within us. And when you put the two ones together, that's two, which is a wholeness, right? Two yeah. sides make a whole. Yeah. Um, of course, and or if you want to add the three, which is the triad, it really is very powerful to remember that we choose mm. to show up. And that's what impacts the changes
0: exactly and uh and all these all those words so you know i I'll, I'll actually copy these words in the um comment section of, uh, this shows up on itunes and things hopefully i can but um you know it, it talked to as well about what we said about um letting go of the old rules and things and creating this new way of being And I love the way it's called the old distortions and phobias here because Capricorn, there's a lot of fear in Capricorn as well. So there's so much to unpack in that one I found, but it just speaks to the freedom that we can find on the other side, as you mentioned with the five, with Saturn in the (laughs) five degree mark. So.
1: That's right. Well, and actually the interesting thing about the five is this is, you know, being alive it it, it it equates also to life which is freedom and that is being in the present moment. Right. That's what it's all about, is being in the present moment. So yes. that's what that what you just read is all about being in the present. Like yeah. it doesn't matter what happened in the past. Somebody pissed you off or whatever, uh it doesn't matter. You can just let go of that and go I accept that I was pissed off, but now I'm, I'm choosing something different. I'm choosing compassion. I'm choosing to be kind, right? Yeah. To be generous, to be gentle. Um,
0: to be loving. Yeah, yeah
1: loving. Yeah. Absolutely. Which doesn't mean you're a wuss, right?
0: No, There's it does power. not. It doesn't mean you turn into a doormat. <laughs> yeah.
1: When you know who you are, this is the beauty, is when you know who you are, you don't have to hurt other people, right? Exactly.
0: You can if you need to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you can speak up for yourself. You're not intentionally hurting others. You just say, you. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, just being whole. Yeah.
1: All this other stuff that makes you like them.
0: Yeah. So, oh.
1: Okay. can I read the uh, Sabian symbol for Scorpio 16? Mm hmm. A girl's face breaking into a smile. This is a symbol of the need to share any true essence of selfhood, as here, brought to an immediate actuality, is everyday living. Mm -hmm. No ultimate values can be cloistered forever in the depths of self. And implicit in the symbolism is the gregarious nature of the human soul, as revealed in their naive friendliness, it shows for other creatures. Mm. Here is a magic of personality by, by which any de- desired reality may be conjured into being. Mm. The key re- word is acquiescence. When positive, the degree is man's ingratiating gift for employing the simple things of life for surmounting any momentary obstacles to a self-fulfillment and where negative self-betrayal through a lack of all discrimination
0: mm. now i mean they say similar things in their own way to my mind and they they just emphasize what we've been saying all along as well you know i think dane rudyard's kind of key words with this were um warmth of feeling and we talked about bringing love to it and if you think about a face breaking into a smile it's very um it's very kind of reaching out to new experiences if you smile at people often you get a smile back I'm a bit of a smiler so I walk around smiling all the time and occasionally I get what are you smiling at but usually it brings other smiles It brings people in to you, I think, and it talks. It was it kind of speaks to me about what you were saying about the silence. You're kind of just emanating this thing instead of just going blah 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 blah, and getting in people's faces. It draws people in. So
1: yes, there's a vulnerability when you're you know you're among strangers and you just you you burst into smile. There's a a deep amount of joy in not only expressing that smile, but in receiving one, when suddenly somebody, you know, your face lights up. It's like, yeah. wow, suddenly I feel happy. Somebody's smiling at me.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. So joyful. We're having a joyful experience. Like mm. I think there's a lot of this energy that we think like, oh, we're supposed to suffer and be scared. and Oh, this is terrible. We tell ourselves it's terrible. Oh, I'm suffering. No, I'm suffering more than you. Yeah. And why do we need to do that? Why can't we just be enjoyed? Like, this is amazing. Like, just being alive is the most amazing thing.
0: It is. Well, Jen, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Always love doing this with you. Where can people find you?
1: They can find me at com and pretty much all over under my name, Jen Dushen. I also have a Facebook group um, that is called the, L- the light club of the woo-woo weirdos of the world, which you can join. Uh, uh, yes. So find me everywhere.
0: And I'm be, can be found under my name anywhere, Louise Eddington, um, Facebook, Instagram, wherever, you know, my websites, the Louise Eddington. Um, I also have a group free group called planetary magic cafe. And I do want to um, give a quick plug. Jen, mentioned her cards you can get them where on your website
1: yes uh, yeah generation.com backslash illuminating journey cards
0: and my book modern astrology which i should have with me but i don't <laughs> it's in the other room but you can find that it's available for pre-order on amazon um in the us and the uk and it's um under my name you can search the author And it's called Modern Astrology. I'm really excited about that. It's aimed at you, the listener. It's not aimed to teach you to be an astrologer. But if you want to go down that path, eventually it's a start, but it's more at your personal growth. So check that out. And um, that's all from me, I think. Yeah. All from me. Okay. Bye for now.